today is just take um, one Sunday this year and just have a family conversation about where we've been, where we're at, and where we're headed. It's pretty simple. Uh, so we kind of get to tell our story today, what God's done so far, and then we're going to have some different ministry leaders also share um, what they're doing and how you can get involved. The hope is that you get a, a, a bigger picture of what God's doing here so that we can work together um, in the future. So um, our goal today is to connect you more with what God's doing here at CTK Blaine. And before we talk about vision, I want to recognize that sometimes other, other pastors I've talked to have said that these types of messages are usually their lowest attended and lowest engaged messages. And I just want to say I, I get that. I get that. What I don't want this to be today is just us bragging about ourselves, okay? We're not going to get up here and be like, oh, man, we're amazing. We're the best people around. No, we're not going to do that. Um, I want to... <laughs> Um, look at all the great things that we've done because I know I hope that the reason you come to church isn't just to like connect with a church But it's to connect with God right the God of the universe And I also want to say that God's vision is way bigger than our vision God's plans are way bigger than our plans. He already has a mission. He's already doing work in people's lives So it's it, it needs to be all about him uh, as we uh, talk today about what he's doing. And we believe as a church that Jesus is the only way. And so we want to lead all people to Jesus. And in knowing that, that God uses people in, in, through grace to accomplish what he wants to accomplish. So as much as we talk about vision, we also want to talk about what's our posture as a church. Because our posture is what's important. Are we are trying to take a posture of power and control or are we giving that control up to god and following his lead so here's something you won't hear today i don't have an airtight three-year strategic plan uh, for where we're going um, or what what three years is going to look like nobody gets the future right okay i don't care who you are um, i love back to the future and watching back to the future growing up they got 2015 totally wrong so no flying cars um you know, so no hoverboards. I guess there are there hoverboards. Can anybody answer that question a little bit? They're working on that. They probably they probably don't work the way you want them to work. I'm assuming. Um, anyways, uh, so we are trusting that God knows the future, but in that we do have goals. We do have things that we want to see God do, um, but also knowing if you have a posture of openness. We believe that God opens doors when you have a posture of, of openness. Like, we're in this building because we received it from God. You know, we're, we have leaders, not because we're great at attracting leaders. It's because God brought leaders. And we've been praying for leaders. And, and, and all the different ministries we're connected to, it's stuff that God has done. Four years ago, we were just a small group of people meeting in the Nelson's living room. <laughs> and we were wondering, like, okay, God, what do you want to do? What are we going to do? And, and one verse I shared a lot during that time, and I want to bring us back to it this morning because it totally talks, it, it, it speaks to the posture that we need to have as a church. It's Psalms 127.1, and it says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. I just want to say this, this must be our perspective when it comes to what
lives and together as a church. The big question we need to ask is, is God here? Is God in this? Is his Holy Spirit moving? Sometimes when we think about church and what makes a church successful, Dan McAvoy has this great phrase. He says, sometimes we think too much about butts and bucks, right? Are there butts in the seats? And is, are all the bills paid? Are we doing well financially? And sometimes that's the measurement that we use to, okay, is, is this church successful? But if God is not in what we're doing, then we're doomed to fail. But if God is in it, then we can't fail, right? We're going to succeed. And so it's so important. I know it might seem like, yeah, I get that. But it's so important that we maintain that posture of openness to God uh, as we grow. And so the questions that we should get excited about is, is God at work? Is the Holy Spirit here? You know, is God at work among us? Is there fruit in our lives? Is there fruit in the community? Is there, is there love present here? Are people choosing to follow Jesus by us being here? And, you know, I'm excited because I see God showing up in these ways. But I want us to always continue to ask those questions and less about the butts and bucks, okay? I just want to say that. Um, but let's talk about the journey so far. When we started in 2018, we were a group of about 40 people, mostly out of uh, CTK North Bay. It had been on CTK North Bay's heart uh, to, uh, for about 10 years to plant a church in Blaine. As you know, they're in, in Birch Bay, mainly. And so they had... Um, they had wanted to put a church in Blaine. So I just want you to know, I've had some questions like, why do we have a CTK in Birch Bay and in Blaine? It's not my fault, okay? <laughs> it is not my fault, all right? Somebody else made that call, okay? I just said yes, okay? Um, but really, like, if you think about why we have the two churches, it comes down to proximity. We felt like we could better reach our neighbors and better reach our community if we were present in a neighborhood, present in the city, that we could do a better job connecting to the heart of what God is doing here. It's about proximity. We felt like we could be a neighborhood church where neighbors are reaching out to neighbors and connecting with neighbors. I think proximity matters a lot. I think it matters a lot that we're close, uh, close to each other. And I love that, that I see my church wherever I go in town. I love that. Um, so we want to reach everyone. We want to reach the world for Christ. We want to have big vision, but we want to be faithful that God's called us to reach people here in Blaine. And it's been really cool to see what doors God has opened since we've been here. Um, one of those doors that, that I think is a part of our story that's, that's really cool is, is working with this, the city in Blaine Marine Park. Um, that we've been able to do some restoration work over there. We've been able to, to, to do some work there. It's a, it's a, there's an amphitheater there in the park that doesn't really get used. And, and God just kind of put it on our hearts like, hey, what if we could do stuff here? You know, when we had our first big event there was a worship night on July 3rd. And it reached a lot of people. And God has used that. I just, uh, I mentioned that because about three weeks ago, one of the parks guys at the city came up to me and he asked, like, hey, um, so you think you guys are going to do something there again? We'd love to have you guys out there. I was like, that's a win, right? Because we come, we talk about Jesus, we worship, and the city's like, hey, when are you coming back? Like, we want, we want you there. 
so that is good to hear. I think that's huge. And we've been able to connect with our city in other ways. I'm excited for Amy to come share in a little bit about the community assistance program. We've been partners with them since we've started. Um, but if you were with us in 2018, you know that we didn't meet here. We met at the Senior Center. And that was a really fun ride, wasn't it? <laughs> we, had, we, were, we had high, high level of engagement and ownership because we had crews. There was a, a, one van. Our whole church was in a van. Show up, unpack, 7 to, to seven to 10, services 10 to 11, and then immediately after church, everybody is busy uh, loading up the van and leaving. We also had a lot of decorations that we had to navigate. Do you remember that season? The first Sunday we were there, there was a giant spider hanging from, the like a, for Halloween, a giant spider with glowing red eyes hanging from the ceiling and webs. Hey, we're a new church. Welcome to CTK Blaine. We have a different vibe than most churches <laughs> you go to. And so you, you might remember that. And then we, had, we, we, we were there for a year, and time was coming where the lease was going to end, and we had nowhere to go. And I had one lead about two months before we were supposed to move. I had one lead, and there was a, a developer in town who wanted to talk to me about Old City Hall. And so I went to this, Lloyd and I went to a meeting at Starbucks to talk about Old City Hall. Hey, is this a possibility? Um, and we had a 90-minute meeting for this guy to tell us it's not possible. <laughs> and so I left that, that moment feeling very discouraged. But I turn around right after the meeting. I'm standing in Starbucks, and I see I have an email from Shauna Walton, who works for the CTK Network, saying, hey, a building opened up on 549 Cherry Street. Do you want it? I was like, Yes. Yes, we want it. We will take it. God provided in that moment. He didn't leave a window of despair. He answered right away. And so we said yes, and we moved in here in December of 29, and it's been amazing ever since. Right? Nothing bad has happened in the world. <laughs> it's all been great. No, we moved here in tw December 2019, gained momentum, and then March of 2020 rolled around, and the world changed. Right? The world changed, so we had to pivot. Obviously, we met online. Uh, we met on the lawn at Northwood, if you were with us. It was like camping uh, in the summer. We came back to the building in September. So it's been, a, it's been an interesting season, to say the least, in navigating this thing. And I know we're not alone. The whole church. This is the, the, the pandemic has created a lot of questions for the church at large. How do we navigate this? What does the future look like? There's a lot of questions. We don't know all the answers to those questions. But it's been interesting to have a, a new church in that season, having to pivot and change and, and, and do all of those things. And we're still in that season. We're not, we're not quite through it yet. And we're aware of that. The pandemic is still a thing. And some of us are, 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 are weary. Some of us are afraid. And, and we need to love each other really well during this time. Because I know a lot of us are weary. And, and, and as the longer that this season goes on, um, the, the, the more difficult it can seem, you know, when we still have mask advisories and things like that. It can be challenging, and, but we need to continue to put each um, others first because I believe that unity is a huge part of what God wants to do here. Unity is a huge part of our witness to blame. Um, Jesus said this in John 13, 35. He said, by this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another, right? So, our 
job is to put others first. But I'm so thankful that God has held this family together through a tough season. Um, we've been, he's held uh, our leadership together, um, and he's also held us together financially. We're not doing amazing financially, um, but we're not doing terrible. Um, we're a newer church, so we have a little bit of grace, but we were only short of making our annual budget by about $5,000 this year. Um, we have $13,000 in reserve, and so we're, we're making it. I would say if, if you call this your church home, um, I would ask you to consider uh, giving or tithing uh, as part of your, uh, your worship and obedience to God. Pray about it and, and consider it, what God is calling you to do there. Um, because giving to your local church does advance the kingdom of God. I want you to know that. It does advance what God's doing. And we have a couple different ways to give, both online and then we have a giving box in the back that you can give as well. So, we've kind of covered where we've been, where we're at. Uh, so, what's ahead? Again, we have an open posture, but I have a lot of peace and optimism for the future. I, I see what God's doing. I see doors opening. I see God bringing new leaders and, and rejuvenation to us who have been a little worn out by this whole last couple of years. And I want you to know that the min our ministry philosophy is is that the, minist the, the ministry of the church isn't just about one person or a small group of people. We are all the church. You are the church. You, we, we all have a role to play. God's given us each different gifts through the Holy Spirit. We all have something to contribute. We all have a purpose. So I want to remind you that you have a gift. You might not know what that is, you might have only seen, you might have an inkling, but not know for sure. But I want to assure you that if, you, if you're a follower of Christ, you have a gift. Um, God gave you a gift to, to uh, advance his kingdom and to equip and build up the church. And so I'm excited when people, I see people walking into that gift, walking into that gifting. Um, one area that direct, I see this happening in a lot of areas, and you're going to hear more details as people come up and share. Um, but one area that affects me directly is this is the first year where I am working with a preaching and teaching team. That's exciting for me. Um, Lloyd, Brian, and Dakota are all guys we're gathering once a month. We're talking about the messages. We're trying to sense where God is leading us and what we should talk about the the forgiveness series we're going to start next week actually came out of some of those discussions and so i'm really excited for that like this is the first year where i see that happening and it's not just to give me a break although i love that i love i love breaks um i'm a big fan of breaks but um it's also to equip leaders uh, for the future however god wants to use them and so that's a new thing for us um, and it's also to hear God's word from other voices and other perspectives and other stories. So that's exciting. But I see this happening in other areas, too, with students, um, with facilities, with kids, and with worship. And you're going to hear about some of those here in a bit. Also, prayer and outreach. God is growing a prayer team here. And outreach, um, Allison has been really faithful um, to, to serve every week in, in different capacities, one with the food backpack program um, every week, feeding students on the weekends um, that may not eat well.
well otherwise. So there's a lot of good stuff going on, and you're going to hear some of those things today. And what I want you to do, like I said before, is if you have interest in any area, or if you're just open, just put open, um, there's, you just text this number. You can text during church. You have permission, okay? It's okay. I won't call you out. You won't be weird, but you can text during church. Or if you're at home, you can also text. Um, and we're, if we have time, I don't know if we will, but we'll, we'll take a couple questions too if, if people have questions. But I want to say, hey, we're not just looking for more people to serve, although we want you to be in a place where you can. Um, we, we probably want you connected into community and to friendship. Um, invitation to church isn't just an invitation to work. It's an invitation into community and friendship. And every year we do something called More Than Sunday, um, which talks about how the, we're supposed to be the church, not just in this gathering on Sunday, but all throughout the week. All throughout the week we're the church. So it's just a challenge to get connected to a group, a small group, or I like to call small groups friend groups, because that's really what it should be, right? It should be a group of friends um, that want to follow Jesus together. Because we want you to have those types of encouraging relationships that help you grow in Christ. Um, so, and I would, I would say too, like you, if you want to grow in Christ, you need that. You need people in your life who can point you to him. You need people in your life who, who are going to connect you more to God. So as you consider your involvement at CTK Blaine, think about getting into a group. Um, and so I w before I invite others to share, I just wanted to share this final thought. And I shared this at the fall family gathering, and I thought I'd share it again. But one of the big things that we're trying to challenge, uh, push, and, and, and uh, push everyone towards is the idea of shared ownership. That, that this isn't all only about one person, it's about all of us. And so we want everyone to have a sense of shared ownership over what God is doing at CTK Blaine. When I was a youth pastor in Portland, I met a guy named Bob Hyatt. Bob Hyatt was a church planner who started one of the, the, the hip churches in Portland, I should say. Um, I was a youth pastor in an older church, and they were like the younger cool church coming in. And so secretly I wanted to join their church, even though I worked for the older church. Um, they, they, they would move in couches every week and set up like a big, informal, comfortable circle and have living room church uh, in our building. But anyways, all that to say, um, Bob wrote this about his church planning experience, and I think, think it's important for us to hear as well. <clears throat> These are his words. He says, in the beginning days of a church, everyone takes ownership. The, the people who are helping to start a church almost universally see it as theirs and see themselves as co-workers laboring side by side to help create a new community. As time wears on, however, the amount of ownership new people feel decreases as more and more people see the community as something they attend. And so what I said at the Fall Family Gathering is, is I want to invite you to experience shared ownership here. I want to say, hey, if, if you're here to attend, we want you here. We want you to attend. There's a time and a place to attend and to heal and to receive and to be blessed I'm not saying everybody needs to, needs to pick up a shovel and let's go. Um, there is a, t a place for that. But if we're growing in Christ, there's always going to be a push towards more and more ownership over what's God, what God is doing in your local church. There's going to always be a push, and there's an invitation to share ownership. Because what Bob described here is something that we experienced at the Senior Center. 
shared ownership. Everybody has a role. Everybody's doing something. And there was a big sigh of relief when we didn't have to show up at 7 a.m. And, and set up and tear down till 12.30. There was a big sigh of relief. But maybe God wants to use that energy and apply it towards something bigger and something new. And so my prayer for you is that you would be able to discern what that looks like here and that we could walk with you in discovering that this is an okay place to try things and even fail. All right, I want to say that. This is an okay place to try things and even fail at trying things, okay? Is everybody good with that? Um, so I just, my challenge for you today is, is to pray and consider what this next season looks like for you. Is it a season of more ownership? Is it a time where you need to attend and heal and, and connect? Um, what is the mission? What is God calling you to right now? So, um, we're going to have four people share this morning, and uh, we're going to have, th um, the first person I'm going to invite up is Jesse Kent. Uh, can we give it up for Jesse? So Jesse, as you know, is our uh, campus director. She's going to share about kids ministry. Um, we have been working and working with this building. Uh, it's a reason, big hurdle, why we haven't been able to have elementary which is changing, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm just going to have her share a little bit about that. So here you go. Well, that was cool to hear the story of this church. I hadn't heard a lot of that before, so that was really neat. And I think there's something really special about being part of a church at its beginning. Um, and I wish I could have been here for that with you guys. I really do. Although I am very happy that I don't have to be here at 7 a.m. every Sunday setting up chairs. So thank you for paving the way for all of us. Um, I'm going to share a little bit about kids ministry. Uh, so we have in the past had two classes here, the Harbor, which is zero to preschool age kids, and the Lighthouse, which is kindergarten through fifth grade. And for quite a while now, um, our Lighthouse class has been postponed um, due to COVID and flooding in the building and all sorts of fun stuff. But I am really excited to announce that our kids get to be back in the classroom starting next Sunday. So, yes, <laughs> finally. Um, yeah, so how that's gonna work, I'm just gonna talk logistics for like one minute is we are going to invite our Lighthouse class to join us here in the worship center for worship at the beginning of each service on Sunday. Um, so if you can check your kids in before the service starts on the laptop um, in the lobby and print them out a sticker and your pickup tag and then bring them into the service with you. And then as soon as worship is done, we'll dismiss them and we'll have a volunteer in the back to walk the kids back to their classroom. So, and then you can come pick them up with your pickup tag after the service is over. Um, yeah, so super excited for that to start again. Next Sunday, January 16th, will be the first day they're back. Um, and part of getting the class up and running again is we need more volunteers <laughs> to make that happen every Sunday. So. I want to tell you a little bit about our kids team volunteers. Um, our goal as volunteers is to provide a safe and a fun environment for our kids to 
discover the love of Jesus. And so you might be a good fit for that role if, number one, you're good at explaining complex truths in simple ways, like big ideas from the Bible and explaining them to little kids. Um, also, if you like to have fun and you're not afraid to look silly, that would be awesome. It's definitely going to get silly in there. So, um, And also, if you just enjoy being around kids, if they bring you joy. Um, so if that sounds like something you'd like to be involved in, you can either come find me after the service or send a text and let me know that you're interested. That would be awesome. We're trying to find four more people to join our team. And that way, no one ever needs to serve more than one Sunday each month. So that's our goal. And that's all I have. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. Yeah, so starting next week, we'll have um, elementary and uh, preschool, or elementary, preschool, nursery, uh, which I'm really excited about. Um, the, the bummer for some of the kids is the tables are going away which is really sad. We can take a minute and mourn over that, but uh, yeah, but I'm excited for that. So next up, I wanted to invite Amy Nelson to come share. Um, Amy is very involved with the community assistance program, so I wanted her to share about that. She also um, runs our hospitality ministry, so give it up for Amy. Jesse brought notes. I didn't bring notes, so I'll make it brief, but um, we in our friend group um, are doing a Francis Chan study, and the one thing that he said that really struck him, and then we all kind of took time to process, is that we are literal extensions of God. We are literally an extension of him on this earth, and, and our job is to serve his people and be the church outside these walls, and um, I think that's something our church does really well. Um, there are lots of opportunities in our community that even I, after spending years in the school district and thinking I knew all about what was going on in this community, had no idea of until I became involved in the community assistance program. There are um, three different programs in the community assistance program. There's the Food Connection that provides food from the Miracle Food Network that would generally go to landfills they take all that food and that supplements people that may need food bank that don't have um, enough food to get them through the week. So that is a weekly program. There is the clothing bank, which um, is run three days a week. Basically, people can come and take what they need. And it also, there's the crisis assistance. Um, crisis assistance is um, people helping those who, you know, need help with their power bills or they have a crisis of some sort, you know, they need propane for heat or whatnot. There's all kinds of different areas there. All of these programs would welcome your help. Um, it, you can text the number. You can come see me. Um, it, we have the same philosophy that, you know, many hands make light work. So if we have enough volunteers, you don't have to serve as often. Or if there's something, we have people that serve every single week in the clothing bank. That's just their time. And the building those relationships with people in our community is key. And then you get to know them, you can minister to them, you know their needs. I mean, that's just, there's nothing more um, 
fulfilling than making a difference in somebody's life. And another plea that I have, and it is a big plea, <laughs> is for the hospitality team. Um, we are in desperate need of more volunteers. And when I look at all the different places to serve, I'm like, oh my gosh. But you know what? Everybody has a spot that they fill in. And every single person here can fill in one spot. Like, you know, you may not want to be acting silly with the kids, but greeting people at the door might be just up your alley. And so if you feel that that is something that you feel called to or want to try, please um, come see me, Donnie, Allison, anybody at the door, or text that number up there. So, all right. Thanks, Amy. Um, I'm going to have Amy Martinez come and share now. Um, you can give it up for Amy Martinez as well. Um, so a Amy's been with us since the beginning, and she recently started working with students, high school and junior high. And so because we share that with CTK North Bay, sometimes we don't see all that's going on over there. And so I'm excited for her to come and share about that. Thank you. Good morning. Um, so as you've heard Tyler say a couple times, we partner with the Birch Bay, North Bay, what we call it, um, CTK for our students, so 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12th grade, so high school and middle school, junior high, depending where you're from. <laughs> we call it different things. So every Sunday, um, we gather at North Bay CTK in Birch Bay, um, 6.30 is when we get all the students together, and we have such a huge space in our hearts for this age. Our pastor, Tyler, has a student. Uh, I have a student. Um, so we personally in our lives really care about this age. Um, they are our next step. Like, they are our next disciples. They are our future. They are, God has a special place for them in this world, in this time. So I feel like um, if it stirs in your heart to be there for these kids, to um, help them as they transition. It's a big transition age, a big change. Um, they're going through a lot, and they need guidance. They need people's hand to walk them through these times we're in because it's confusing, it's hard, it's a lot, but they are very strong, and they're, um, they have a lot of light in them, and they just need someone there to guide them and help them. So if your heart um, stirs for this age, it would be so special to have more people. Um, I'm not 100% sure what the need is exactly because we're trying to bring students. So students, we're calling you also to come. Um, we, you're accepted just the way you are. We love you, and we want you to be there just the way you are. Um, we, you belong with us, and we desire to have you. And um, so, as the need for this, or as the students come in, there will be growth for um, more volunteers, more hands um, to be a part of this movement for our students to um, show the love of Jesus and bring their special gifts and their light and all that they have to offer um, is our next 
mission. So let's um, be there for them. And we want you students to come and be with us and um, come and be accepted and belong. And Sundays, 630 at North Bay CTK. Thanks, Amy. All right, last but not least, we're gonna have Brian Kent come up and share. Um, man, Brian, Brian is, a, a, is an amazing guy um, that God is, is called and equipped to, to great things and, and we're glad that he's here and uh, God's calling all of us to great things, um, but it's been cool to see um, just Brian come on and, and uh, in, in more of a leadership capacity in these last, uh, last six months or so. So he's gonna share about worship. He's stepping into uh, to the worship director role um, sadly, uh, our friends, uh, Chris and Barry Andrews are moving. Um, we love them. We are going to miss them with all our hearts. Um, so I want to say that before I introduce Brian in that, but here you go, man. Thanks, Tyler. Um, yeah, so I'm actually, uh, going to school right now following a call to pastoral ministry. Um, so that's exciting. I'm so thankful to be here to learn from Tyler to, uh, be a part of this church family, and uh, I'm, I'm Jesse's husband as well, which is probably the coolest thing about me. Um, so, and and uh, we're not going anywhere anywhere quick with with me going to school and all that. We're we're here for a while, and we we love it, and uh, hopefully forever maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm thankful to be a part of the preaching team. But I get this exciting new role of being the worship director. Um, as you saw, I was up here leading worship, um, and I've actually been doing worship. Um, in a, some format on stage for almost two decades, um, but most of it's not playing guitar and not singing. It's mostly playing bass and playing drums. Um, and I just got to say, I love playing worship. I love worship ministry, um, the fruits of the spirit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, um, gentleness. We get to experience that being in community, getting to serve through song and being part of the church community. And if you play music um, or sing in the shower or want to play music and own an instrument or maybe you play music and don't own an instrument or think that somehow I indicated you in the last few associations I just made, um, please text that number um, or just come talk to me. Um, I would love to get you connected and see how we can get you a part of just playing music worshiping the Lord and, and being part of that as, as we all do here, but being able to do it on stage. And I mean, we have a drum set. Um, it's not decoration for those of you that haven't seen it used yet. Um, you know, Dakota plays the drums, but you know, we can't have Dakota play the drums and then only have guitar. And so the point is, if you're a musician, come talk to me. Um, even if you're, you've never played worship, I'd love to see where you're at, see if I can help you again. I've, I've played mostly bass and and drums, but but I can do some guitar, so I'd be happy to help you, even if you're like, hey, I'd love to learn. Great, let's let's connect. Um, I also get the chance to be a part of, and the list isn't up there right now, but it says AV team. That actually stands for audiovisual, I think. Audiovisual. That's what it yeah, yeah, that's what it stands for. Um, I made that assumption, but I was right. And that basically is um, probably the most awesome an introverted job of all the volunteer opportunities. So if you like to sit in the back and you like to talk to no one, um, <laughs> this is the job for you. Um, and Lloyd and Barry are back there and they're great. They like to go talk to them afterwards. <laughs> but um, it's, 
it's just opportunity to help make sure everything sounds good, everything looks good. Um, it's one of those things that you know you don't realize how much goes into making a Sunday work. Um, and uh, the opportunity to just be back there, help the music sound good, make sure um, the video's going, it, it's actually a, a huge need. Um, and so if you're just like, hey, you know what, I, I don't like kids, I don't like green, I don't play music, but I can push a button. Um, and I'd love to just sit in the back and, and like come talk to me. Or if you're really extroverted and you just want to help more, um, that's just another great way. Um, we'd, we'd, so we'd love to. And I'm learning audio and visual, so you can come and train with me because I'm, I'm figuring it out as well. Um, so, yeah, I think that's everything. Was there anything else I was supposed to talk about? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Tyler. All right. So I did want to take uh, maybe just a minute to see if there are any questions. Maybe we can get the uh, the volunteer slide back up. Um, so we, we do have some movement in other areas too. Um, uh, Neil stepped up and is helping with uh, weekly cleaning and maintenance. So let's thank Neil for that. Um, that's been that's been awesome. We have interest in restarting our care team, which is which is like a, 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 a team that would just be present on Sunday to pray with people um, or, or, you know, just be there in, in time of need. Um, and yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Are there any questions? Lloyd's got a mic. He will give it to you uh, if you have a question you want to ask. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> Not her. Okay, my wife has a question. You can ask me at home. No. <laughs> but this is more fun. Okay. No, mine isn't really a question. I just, um, one thing that isn't up on the, um, on the visual of ways to serve, but um, in this church we really value prayer, and so there's quiet pockets of people who pray, and one of those opportunities to join in and pray is on Wednesday nights. Um, we just meet at 6 o'clock and commit to an hour. Sometimes we continue a lot longer than that, but we feel that it's better to set aside and say, I can pray for an hour, <laughs> and we show up no matter what. Um, so there's a small group of us who try to make that a priority on Wednesday nights, and that's open. So if you're a person who loves to pray, um, we pray for each other. We pray for this body for specific needs that we know of or just for our community so that's a really great time that's also a nice time to come and just worship together we often sing and pray and read a little bit so here at the church on Wednesdays at 6 so I just wanted to make that known as well awesome thank you thank you Bonnie anybody else have a question all right you sure we good? Okay. Well, hey, let's stand. Brian's going to close us in worship this morning. Um, but before he does that, I just want to pray. God, I, I thank you so much for this church. God, I thank you so much for what you've done and what you're continuing to do. Uh, Lord, I pray that you would continue the work that you started. Um, and we are so thankful uh, for all that's to come. In Jesus' name, amen.